0: Hey, Jason here. Today's video, I'm going to answer the question, should you invest in AI Stock Real Networks, stock ticker RNWK? This is an investment analysis for student, masterclass student, FDA 9992. Before I get to that though, I need to let you know you can get this series of podcasts anywhere in the world for free on all major podcasting platforms. Stitcher, Anchor, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and more. You can get this is part of the I Love Value Investing podcast anywhere in the world for free. If you like this video and our other videos, make sure to subscribe here on YouTube and hit the notification bell so you are notified every time we release a new video we release videos all the time. Okay, again, if you see my other videos, I apologize for this. I don't want to do this, but I have to do it because every time I don't, I get nasty comments. This is for informational purposes only, to help you learn how to spot uh potentially bad investments faster so you can stop evaluating them, which will allow you to spend more time evaluating potentially good stocks when you do find them. Um, I've developed this process over the last 15 years um, for myself and the portfolios I manage. I don't short sell ever. So I don't short sell or so I don't gain on any stock I talk negatively about. I also do not own any stock in a long position about stock any company I talk positively about because these are requested by viewers for every video for the last three four months and every video for the next three weeks ish i oftentimes do not know what the company does if i don't know what the company is uh if i've never evaluated them before i keep it that way purposely so i don't so i'm not biased either positively or negatively by what the company does because of this i also don't care about what the company says it's going to do i don't care what the um, CEO says the company is going to do I don't care about future growth at all at this stage of my analysis um, this is the first stage of my analysis at this stage I have to have margin of safety high profit margins and some of the other stuff we're about to go through why should you listen anything I have to say in the first nine years of my career I've produced average annual investment returns of 23 and percent per year on average this puts me just behind the great Warren Buffett in the first nine years of his career at the Buffett Limited Partnership when he produced 24.2% average annual returns. My returns in the last nine years legitimately make me one of the best stock pickers in the entire world over this time. And I'm not saying that not to brag. I'm just saying that to prove to you that I actually know what I'm talking about a little bit. Okay, again, apologize for that. Hate doing it. Don't want to do it, but I have to. All right. If this is your first video back, we went through a stage where I was in a bit of a lull because the key ratios tab information went away on Morningstar. It is miraculously back. So I'm back to making more videos. Um, and videos are, will be better because I can show you my entire process. So, Little Networks, Inc. This is uh, stock ticker RNWK. 91 million dollar market cap again love tiny companies I've said this in many videos love tiny companies you need to be ultra careful with these kinds of companies though um, because most companies in this market cap range are not great companies Um, because of that you need to be ultra careful in this industry again even though they are my favorite kinds of companies to invest in and research okay Real Networks Inc. creates a new generation of products that employ artificial intelligence and machine learning to enhance and secure daily lives. Real's portfolio includes Safer, computer vision platform for live video uh, context, and NLP, natural language processing platform for text and multimedia analysis and leveraging its digital media expertise. Mobile Games' business focused on the large free-to-play segment. It's a bit of a confusing statement. So let's go to their homepage. Their homepage is not much better. products are implying this and Okay, this is helpful. Rowan. Real Networks has created a new generation of products that employ best-in-class artificial intelligence and machine learning to enhance and secure our daily lives. So they are using AI to make digital lives, internet, phones, tablets, blah, 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 everything we use all day, every day to become more secure with machine learning and artificial intelligence. So that makes sense. Um, I don't understand what that has to do down here with the mobile games segment that you do know what that means um they might have a mobile game segment they might be using this technology in a mobile game segment it's not really clear here um if you have context on that let me know okay their revenue has cratered from 2011 in at 336 million to 67 million in the trailing 12-month period i'm guessing there was a massive change in their business model well, that works. Business change. <laughs> you know, Napster? That's interesting. The mm-hmm. I mean, new Napster was still writing around. I didn't. Can't read this because I don't have access. Always love that kind of stuff. So many things coming up. Um okay, well again, if you have context on that, the business change. Um let me know, because I can't tell from here and the articles I want to read are either not good or they're blocked under a paywall Um, so if you have context on that the reason I'm assuming they have had a massive business change is not just because of their fall in revenue it's also because AI as we kind of currently know it has only been a has only been a truly kind of functional thing in the last like three four years Um, definitely not back in 2011 they might have been working on some AI stuff, but it definitely wasn't in its current form. So that's why I'm assuming there's some kind of massive business change here. Actually, let's go. Our story. I was already on our story. It doesn't say. Okay, so let's get back on track. Operating margin is hugely negative. Negative eight percent, eight point six percent in 2011 skyrocketed up to negative 51 percent in 2015. Now it's back down to negative 15.1% but over the last decade it's they've not been profitable in any one year on an operating income basis. They've been profitable on an income, net income basis once in the last decade. They've had negative free cash flow every year in the last decade. None of those are good of course especially if you've seen my other videos. Their share count has gone up slightly, from $34 million in 2011 to $38 million in the trailing total month period, but their book value per share has cratered from a high of $9.9.70 uh, per share in 2012 to only $0. $0.78 cents per share in the trailing total month period. I'll show you what happened there, but it's most likely due to either divestitures, um, impairments, uh, those kind of things, and I'll show you that on the, when we get to the balance sheet, and frankly, probably the cash flow statement as well. There are ROICs, hugely negative. Free cash flow to sales, hugely negative. On all these metrics, I look for anything on this one, I look for anything about 10, 5% on consistent basis. On the other metrics I was talking about, operating margin um, ROIC, I look for anything about 10% on a consistent basis. So these are not good. Uh, They do have a decent amount of cash on the balance sheet, that's good. Tangibles, as a percentage of the balance sheet has gone up, that's usually a sign that um, they've been acquiring stuff, but not necessarily in this case because the size of their overall balance sheet has been going down, so that could increase um, their intangibles just because it's a bigger percentage of the balance sheet even though the balance sheet as a whole is smaller. Long-term debt is minimal, which is good. There are some good things. Mm -hmm. I don't have a cash conversion cycle number because they're a software company, it looks like. Okay, talked about this a bunch of times. I'm gonna say it again. Interest coverage ratio, important metric to look at. Um, Anything above positive one is considered good. That means the company can pay for its um, current interest on its debt with its profits from operations. When it's negative, in this case to a huge degree, um, it means the company can't pay its current interest payments on its debt with operating profits. This makes sense because they are unprofitable on an operating profit basis. But it's not a good thing. Okay, let's go to quarterly. I'll show you the um, balance sheet stuff in a little bit. We'll go back to the annual numbers. Seventeen million in cash and cash equivalents. What was the size of the company? About ninety million dollars, ninety one. So that's a good amount of cash and cash equivalents. This is not good. Go to the annual for that. Actually, this is not good, kind of overall. Um, Okay, their trade accounts receivable have gone down quite a bit. Why I said that's bad is because that means that, or that could mean that people aren't buying stuff from them as much. Um, That's why that could be bad. It's a pretty significant drop from about $29 million in quarter 2, 2020 to $13 million in quarter 1, 2021. That's a massive drop. They sold something, or they're trying to sell something, quarter 3, 2020. That was worth $90 million. That was probably the Napster thing. Again, who even knew that was still around? Decent amount of property, plan and equipment. Okay, so they have—they had a ton of goodwill, 320 million in quarter four 2020. Now they only have 17 million in quarter one 2021. That likely means there was some impairments going on, which we will find out when we go to the cash flow statement. But let's see what that was goodwill. so had a large amount of goodwill from 2018 through 2020 so i would want to know what happened there because that's a massive fall and that is one reason their um their book value per share has cratered because book goodwill shows up as book as an asset sorry and when that lowers it decreases the book value of the company They also previously had a bunch of intangibles. Uh, trademarks and patents, software and technology, customer relationships, other tangible assets, intangible assets, um, in the fact of about 80, 60 to $80 million, $88 million. They have none showing now. So I don't know what that happened there. That's another weird reason their book value is cratered. Aha. Okay. Accumulated impairment of goodwill they had to impair 310, almost $311 million in goodwill in, we'll come back on the annual, that's fine, which knocks 300 almost $11 million off the value of their book value per share or book value. And then you take that on a per share basis. And that's one reason again, why their book value per share is created why do I keep coming back to that? because book value is a proxy for the underlying intrinsic value of the company. When that goes down or goes when it goes down, it's a sign the company's value is going down. When that goes up, it's a sign that it's one sign the company's value is going up. So what does that look like on the chart? That looks like a decreasing share price of about 57% in the last five years. That's why, book value or one reason book value is important in the last 10 years their shares are down 86 percent okay that's not good and they actually impaired that amount in quarter for 2020 the 311 million Debt is minimal, as we already talked about. Okay. So none of that was really good. Especially the uh, the only thing that was good was the amount of cash they had but when you consider all the other stuff it was net negative in a big way okay. nothing major on their quarterly cash flow statements let's go back to their annual to see what that's done, what that impairment did. If it shows up here in here at all, which it doesn't look like it is. Okay, it's not because that's on the balance sheet. already talked about that so this uh, there's no way I would invest in real networks um, based on what we've seen so far massive um, loss in their share price caused by massive loss in revenue that caused by massive loss in their book value caused by impairments which they've been unprofitable the entire last decade on three different metrics there's no way I would invest in this company right now. And then, of course you can't see their valuations because they are unprofitable. Um, um, frankly, I'm not even gonna get into the comparing of valuations to another company because it's such a small company, it doesn't really matter. Um, but bring my face back here. There's no way I'd invest in this company um, in the portfolios I manage for the reason that I talked about. Um, yes, I, I'm sure some people will come up and say that their future is great and uh, frankly I want to hear about that I'm curious I don't know about their future again at this stage of the analysis I don't care about it but I am curious what their transition has been Um, it doesn't necessarily affect the it won't affect the analysis for me Um, because again at this stage I don't care what the company's future is or what their plans are what their transition plans are any of that I still don't care this is more of a curiosity thing Um, but for the reasons I mentioned I would not invest in this in the profiles I manage. There's way too much risk here. Um, There's way too much risk here for the various things I've already talked about. Um, I was trying to think of of redeeming quality and even the cash levels. I mean, if they were selling below their cash, that would change things a little bit. How would that change things? Um, Let's say they had $200 million in cash sitting there and their market cap was only $91 million. That would be very interesting to me. I would look at this more of an NCAV style, uh, not Worm Buffett, NCAV Benjamin Graham style cigar butt stock. But I would still have to kind of evaluate their cash burn um, because even in those cases, a company can't be burned through a ton of cash because if you have a lot of cash and you're burning through a ton of cash, it doesn't really matter. Um, So that's the only way I would look at this stock as an absolute cigar butt if they had say 200 million dollars in cash they don't they have 22 i think 21 22 million dollars in cash um so they're not even that situation that's the only situation though um but that's massive it's far away from that so would not invest in this um good analysis pick though um fda 9992 appreciate it um appreciate them as always from you and the others who have been um, commenting or who have been ask me to request videos. If I missed something, if I didn't explain something well, if I should explain something better. Let me know in the comments below. If you want me to make an analysis video like this for you, let me know in the comments below. Every video I've done for the last three, four or five months and every video I got at least for the next three weeks to a month is from a student or not from a student, sorry, from somebody commenting on YouTube. However, now that we're relaunching our masterclass on August 3rd, and we're starting to get people into it, I will give preference to students. Um, However, if you're not a student, and you still want me to look at a stock, let me know in the comments below. And I'll add it to the calendar. Has to meet three criteria Has to, um, can't be a bank, because I don't evaluate banks. Can't be an insurance company, because you actually have to dig into the annual reports to evaluate those. And it has to be producing revenue. Why? because I've done some of the analysis videos where companies are producing revenue and they're boring because again, I don't care about the story or anything in the future at that point. This stage has to have minimum margin safety requirements. Um, the future stuff comes far later and even then it's very minor to me. If it meets those three criteria, let me know in the comments below. I'll look at a stock for you anywhere in the world. Uh, if, or if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much um really appreciate it you could like love share comment and subscribe and hit the notification bell we'd also really appreciate it if you hit the notification bell you'd be notified every time we release new video and release new videos all the time you're listening on the podcast again thank you so much um really appreciate it and if you do all that same stuff we really appreciate it as well um but once one different thing on the podcast is if you could leave us a short review um letting us know your thoughts on the podcast because the more reviews views and listen we get to our content the more people we can help if you're looking for more specific help on how to become a better investor faster you can check out the free resources below including our five free gifts which includes the um, actual worksheet the written worksheet we just went through kind of in the visual analysis stage so you can do it yourself um, so you can go through stocks yourself if um, you can get that as part of our five free gifts um you can also get a free pdf copy of uh my book how to value invest you can also get a free uh copy of our guide seven tips to picking great stocks and three times you must sell you can get all three of those for free at the links below if you want more specific help from me on how to become a better investor faster check out the link below for our newly relaunched masterclass actually I hasn't relaunched yet relaunching officially on august 3rd um which by the time this releases it will be released so (laughs) just looking at my calendar it's supposed to release august 6th so make sure to check out the link for our newly relaunched masterclass below we'd love to have you in there we're again we're already getting students in there we haven't launched it as of this recording um but we're already getting students in we'd love to have you in there as well um but until next time have a great day talk soon